0: We're going to start live? All right. Well, I'm going to stop talking about people. Talking right. About people. You know, <laughs> I was just about to
1: give the three Fs. Just, just live now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. three,
0: just The four Gs to the three Gs? Now, yeah. it's now it's live. Now it's live. Okay, so we're live. So, okay, guys, uh, here we are, and we're going to be recording our program for Las Vegas Real Estate Now, which will air on KDWN this Saturday at 11 a.m., Don. Uh, at 11 a.m. That's 101.5 FM. Uh, please stay tuned now. You're going to hear the whole show. Where as we record it, you'll hear all of the interesting little things that Rick says between the segments. Um, and uh, then on Saturday, you can tune in and hear the edited version uh, where we just play all, only the appropriate the clean material clean. <laughs> on Saturday. Um, in the meantime, pay attention. So we've got a bunch of things. So we've got Rick Santamay here. We also got Liam White here. Uh, so we've got insurance and we got escrow covered today.
2: That's insurance too.
0: That is, you're both yeah, insurance, both insurance in. yeah. You're both insurance, yeah. this is a little Department redundant today insurance. It is, okay, <laughs> All right, lots of insurance going on today um, I've got a monthly market update for you guys this year We're going to do August uh, 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 Monthly market update We're going to talk a little bit about I mean there was an article, a couple articles in the paper This this, this uh, past few weeks that, that I also want to talk about um, There's a new community in Summerlin Which brings up the history of Summerlin a little bit Which is kind of an interesting history A lot of people may not be aware of And we'll talk a little bit about that too So let's get going here Let's go ahead and just do it. Here we go. Segment one. Let me get this stuff out of the way. Okay. Here we go. Segment one. Oops. Now here we go. Segment one. Welcome to our show. This is Las Vegas Real Estate Now, where we bring you the three E's educate, empower, and engage. We want to help you to make your real estate decisions wise ones for you and your family. I'm your host, Harvey Blankfeld of the Blankfeld Group at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and we have over a century of collective real estate experience. I'm a licensed agent here in Nevada. My NRED number is S.0048897. On this program, we're dedicated to delivering timely, balanced truths about local market conditions. You ever have a question or an idea for the program, please call or text me at 702. two zero three one one six five again that's seven zero two two zero three one one six five today in our program with some outstanding returning guests we have uh liam white here from uh from liam white insurance uh liam welcome back
1: yeah no always a pleasure thank you so much as always for having me back
0: glad to have you back and we also have rick send here from equity title welcome back rick thanks for having me again of course liam i want to start with you and let's talk a little bit about what's going on in insurance um it seems like it's 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 contrary to everything else that's happened in the market. For some reason, insurance rates are going up.
1: Yeah, right? <laughs> everything
2: else is going down. Why is this going
0: up? <laughs> right. Yeah. So tell us what's going on with insurance in terms of these rates. I've, I'm seeing they're going up quite a bit lately.
1: Yeah, uh, and it's in areas that we haven't seen in the past. Right. Not to say it's good, bad, or indifferent, but unfortunately, consumers in Nevada, especially Vegas, have gotten kind of used to the auto market continually. You know, rising up year after year, every six months, and it just becomes a a way of doing business. Um, But what's changed now is what we haven't seen before is home rates. (laughs) Home rates and non-renewals are kind of unprecedented in our times because we sit there and say we don't have forest fires. We don't have hail. We don't have snow. We don't have all these mass catastrophes. And so seeing that kind of come to light now is really kind of started a little bit more shopping patterns in the market than anyone was used to. Um, everyone is kind of, you, you get a mortgage, you, you get your home insurance, and you kind of keep those bundled together for the next 30 years. Right. You don't ever question it. Yeah, and you, you can assume
0: you can assume based on history that the insurance is not going to change all that much over time. Yeah. You can make that assumption. You know, the value of the house goes up, so, of course, the insurance has to go up you know, related to bit, that right? yeah. because the house is going to appreciate, so you need more money to cover it should you lose it but we haven't seen dramatic changes in insurance rates and I guess inflation just affects everything.
1: Yeah, and, and it is. It's all the way through. We've certainly seen and I know, you know, us driving around the valley, we've seen more legitimate fires than we've probably seen in past Yeah. apartment complexes going down, condos going down, mm-hmm. businesses put off cirrus just on fire right and so that certainly is something that uh, analysts are looking at. Is that a trend or is that just a fluke in the market that is just going to be around here for a little bit? Right. Um, but it is more so. It's cost of goods, cost of labor, everything just falling in line. Um, because, you know, in the past, we used to unfortunately talk about insurance companies as, oh, we got to remain profitable. Right. We've all changed our sediment now and it's we have to be sustainable. Right. Right. And so it's, it's a different connotation to actually right. understand.
0: Well, yeah, and insurance is you know basically you know and it's best been described as that you take on the risk that I don't want to have, and that's what they do. So you're paying for them to take on that risk, and if that if that risk uh, should turn out to be a reality, uh, it gets expensive. Everything's expensive, crazy expensive. And I know it's and I I've been reading in the paper and seeing on the news about insurance companies pulling out of some markets entirely.
1: Yeah, luckily Uh, here in Nevada we don't have it as much, obviously, but the Florida, Texas, California. A lot of our coastal areas you're going to see. And, you know, as with everything, don't believe everything you hear in the news. Right. Uh, How about that? Yeah. What? <laughs> what do you mean? Sorry, Rick. You know, when, when they say companies are pulling, sometimes they're just pulling certain products. Right. It doesn't mean the company might fully be out. Yeah. Um, but we are. Like here in Nevada, uh, I think State Farm has got a three-day hold on new business. Is that right? So if you wanted to buy it today, you got to wait three days for it to actually be examined and kind of go under review. Interesting. Um, average home increase in the state right now is 27%. So my, you know, unfortunate message to everyone out there, if you haven't gotten it, I'm sorry, it's coming.
0: Yeah. Do Is you your home or? That's, home, auto. Insurance. That's home insurance. It's home insurance. Yeah. Auto,
1: auto insurance in the last three years has gone by up by about 150% on average.
0: Yeah. It's going crazy. Yeah, I know that our insurance bills have gone crazy. My kids are growing up, so thank goodness I'll get them off my insurance. Yeah, right. Get them, there get you them off. That'll around. save me a little bit of money. <laughs> um, so, what can we do? so what can we do to save? I mean, are the things that I can do as a homeowner to save money on my insurance? What can I do? What's, what should I be looking at?
1: Yeah, so normally the uh, typical conversation is shop the market, right? That's um, the first thing, yeah. Unfortunately, that's not ringing true as much as we'd like <laughs> is that to right? say. Um, because individuals are finding that once they leave a carrier that they've had sustainability with, they're kind of blocked from other markets. And so once you go from whether it's a standard to a non-standard and you save a little bit of money, sometimes that retribution doesn't come back where you can oh. get back insured with those carriers anymore. Okay, And so holding on to it is typically the better approach, but then modifying inside of the policy. Okay, Home insurance, absolutely, deductibles play a huge part. How much money are you willing to go ahead and take on yourself before the mm-hmm. carrier actually pays out? Average uh, deductible in the state is still anywhere between $500 and $1,000. Now, I do understand if you ask the average Nevadan, most people don't have $1,000 in liquid savings. Right. But, you know, if I said, hey, you know, I'm going to wipe away the insurance industry completely and the most you could ever be liable for is $5,000. Right. Would you still pay for insurance or would you take the risk? No, I'd be running that risk myself. And so we sit there and say, okay, so you just told me you have $5,000 that you could pay if... My Visa card. Yep, right. Yeah, (laughs) go go, ahead put it on there. Hopefully it's your (laughs) What's, what's like, the difference between, like, $1,000 and a $5,000? Theoretically, uh, so you could be looking anywhere between twenty to forty percent.
0: Yeah, it's significant. Okay. You know, and when, t- when I've talked to homeowners about because and, and I'm not an insurance guy. I always say, hey, well, the first hey talk to insurance your insurance guy. Yeah, I yeah. say so talk to your insurance guy. But I, what I tell them is, is, look, you need to be aware of a couple of things in terms of your deductible. Think about what you can afford because the deductible does. I've, I've, I've always known this. The deductible plays a big role in how much you pay. If you're thinking, okay, I'm going to have to pay another 400 dollars a year to to be able to protect, my, knock my deductible down by five hundred dollars is that really worth it for me you know you have to do the math guys like everything else just do the math make sure it works
1: for you Yeah. and what what would you actually you know associate the risk with it's it's one of those to where uh you know individuals used to bash them for a long time is that state farm for the last 10 years has done half a percent to one percent deductibles yeah but what position does that put them in yeah. They're typically on the profitable side of things because if you got a $400,000 home, you got a $4,000 deductible. Yeah. And so you're not making claims for these $2500 losses. Exactly. And that's what starts to, you know, pick everything up.
0: And that's the other thing I tell, tell homeowners, too. When you have a higher – make the deductible something you can afford. But when you have that and you have, let's say, a water damage issue and you don't have to file a claim because you're going to cover it at your own expense,
1: that helps your rates down the road, doesn't oh, yeah. it? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Right? Yeah, and, and, and home insurance follows you, right? It so does. It stays with you. you. And the home consumers out there, yeah. If if you put, it stays with you and the home. You put a claim on your past home, and you sit there and say it doesn't matter. I'm moving. That claim follows you for, and it used to be three years. Now it's five years.
0: There you go. Okay, so that's important. That's an important understanding. I think this is great knowledge. This is like insurance level two here. We're we're going into, which (laughs) is good. No, that's what we want to do here. We want to teach people about stuff, and I think it's really important. Um, You know, I think. I think that as we look to save everywhere, we have to be looking at these things to do. Now, the, the one thing I do want to caution people, and I see these commercials all, all the time, uh, Liam, is is that they say, hey, you can make your insurance bill as low as you want to make it lower. But know what you're losing as a result of that. You know, make sure that you've talked to a professional to understand what it is that you've just given up. Because it, then you're going to file a claim and it's not covered.
1: Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and again, you know, I, I always, I'll hold the adage of, you know, my job as an, as an insurance agent, right, or a risk manager is to identify what do you have at risk? What could you lose? And it's my job to protect that. Yeah. Now, the negative connotation that the public might say is, well, why aren't you protecting everyone else? Well, they're not my client, right? <laughs> that's right. That's and right. so at the end of the day, I'm trying to build a policy that's protecting your assets. Yeah. Here in Nevada, luckily, we have a lot of protected class codes. And so we can sit there and say, insurance isn't always going to be the avenue where I'm going to protect this.
0: Oh, right. Right. That's a great point. I mean, I think it's, you know, look, as we, as we uh, continue to learn more and more about insurance, I, I you know, I learn all the time because uh, Liam comes on the program. I learn new things all the time, which I think is valuable to us. But as we teach our listeners about this stuff, I hope you guys are understanding that you really do. I mean, in my mind, you need to have somebody on your side like Liam. You need to have a person to do this. Much like I believe you need to have a real estate agent to do a transaction. You need an insurance agent to help you deal with your insurance. And honestly, it's going to save you money. Period. Oh, yeah. I, I do in the long I, run, for I, sure. I, absolutely. You may you may say, "Oh, gee, I got a lower payment if I go online and do it through this thing. I get a lower payment." Yeah, but then when it comes time to to use it, you're going to be wondering why they're not helping you. You know. So, anyway, listen. I digress, as I always <laughs> do. Um, we're going to come back. We're going to talk. About, we got a lot more to talk about today, guys. And I know that uh, uh, Liam's going to talk a little bit about taxes because because taxes is an important um, element to consider.
1: That's and true. insurance That's might be able to help. One.
0: It might be able to help. It might be able to help you guys save a little bit of money in your taxes too. So when we come back, we'll t- we'll talk about that as well. Uh, hey, listen, uh, guys, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back. We got a lot more to talk about. So stay tuned.
1: This will be the fun one where I'll let you decide how how deep we go. We can go as far back as when Social Security was created in 1913 with the 16th Amendment. Or so, what, are you a history major? Uh, no, but I'm a I'm a numbers guy. <laughs> yeah, numbers guy. <laughs> So, do
2: you think so
0: taxes call are higher calling my insurance guy after this call? <laughs> you know, what? I'm curious about on,
1: on HCO how we stack up against the rest of the world. I mean, I'm very curious about that because I think can you that's self insured. Uh, well, so there's two different ways, right? So obviously businesses typically can actually enter the self insurance market mm-hmm. where they can put up, you know, typically 10 years premium and go ahead and invest that out there. And so you can be bought into, you know, five other companies and you kind of are self-insured. Or you can go the route that, like, casinos typically go where they are truly just self-insured based off of capital. Yeah, they have enough money in the bank to but cover But an individual can't have. go self-insured. Like, can't self-insured. like, I can't say I'm self-insured on my auto and my home. Oh, you, no, no. So, no, so no. Okay. yeah. Well, but, so you could on your home, right? I mean, the only... Uh, lender, lender, your lender won't lend you. But once you own it outright, it's, it's completely up to you. Yeah. Which is the funny... Yeah. I, we, I can't tell you how many times we get that where people call in... Just paid off my home I don't have to carry insurance on anymore. I'm like, that is when you have the most invested <laughs> yeah, in it. Come on, right? Yeah, yeah. The it house burns down. you got now. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say you own 10 percent of it. Bank's out of play. Yeah, like, that's fine. That's that's when I'd be. okay Oh yeah, with that. that's a scary thought. Oh yeah. my goodness. Pain. All right, let's there's get into
2: the reason let's... the bank wants you to have a chance.
0: <laughs> We're going to do segment two, and we'll do we'll do a little bit on the history stuff, we'll get we'll get a little bit yeah. into that. All right, here we go. Welcome back. I'm Harvey Blankfield. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. If you ever have a question or an idea for the program, please call or text me at 702-203-1165. Again, that's 702-203-1165. With me in studio right now, we have Rick Senemi from Equity Title. We've been talking with Liam White from the Liam White Insurance Company. Um, and listen, if you're, you're listening to Liam and you say, gee, I, you know, I, I need a good insurance guy, and you know I want to talk to Liam, then text Liam to 702 702- 203-1165, and I'll put you in touch with him, and he'll help you. Um, Liam, you, you, you made a note here on, on our reference sheet a little bit about taxes, so I'm, yeah. I'm going to know, explain to me how insurance relates to taxes. Let's, let's talk a little bit about that, because we want we all want to save on taxes.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and I'll say the, the way that they relate is in the final statement, right? Okay, So you kind of got to peel back the onion and say, okay, you know, where, where does this conversation actually start? And typically, I ask the opening question, you know, do you enjoy paying taxes? No, of course I do. <laughs> right? Yeah, I love when I get someone, oh, I feel worried about it. It All the time. benefits that come from it, right? <laughs> um, and then the second question that we kind of lead into is, you know, would you say that taxes are historically high or low right now? Uh,
2: I would probably say that I have
1: no clue. No clue. Well, I'd say right? the, a- the average answer is everyone says high. Oh, yeah, because yeah. we're paying them. We're paying, high. Right? I'm, yeah. I'm feeling it. Right. So the unfortunate answer is that taxes are historically as low as they've ever been. In fact, the only time I can go back to pre this would be when we decided to actually start taxing individuals in the first place, mm-hmm. which the first marginal tax bracket, highest marginal tax bracket was 7%. Right. Right. Now, it was only four years after that, though, where it jumped all the way up to 77%. Yeah. And since then, right now, we are in the lowest. 77%. Th- yeah.
2: So that, yes. Now,
1: that's the highest marginal tax bracket, right? So at the time, we can say individuals making over $200,000 a year prorate it to that point in time it probably right. would have been 3.1 million right yeah. so a little bit different we talk about who right. is in that right right um but if we go back there's an awesome little story um about an actor that you guys have probably maybe read the book about heard about a gentleman named ronald reagan did you know he was an oh, actor I knew that. Yeah. Right? yeah that guy yeah. sounds
0: familiar <laughs> yeah, he did a movie with a monkey
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> sure so sure. the the story goes you know it's always funny why ronald reagan only ever did two movies a year and he found that he paid got paid about $100,000 a movie and at the time uh, the highest marginal tax bracket was 94%. Wow. So every dollar over 94% he only got six cents on. So it never made sense for him to work past June. Right, and so all he did was do two <laughs> movies a year. Wait till the next fiscal year. Go ahead and start again. And In reality, he probably didn't even get those six cents because yeah. he went to California state taxes. Of course, right? so, so it was essentially null and void for him. Yeah, so it was like a negative. You, know, you work and you, to work. You end up, <laughs> you end up, you end up paying more <laughs> than you yeah, earn. Yeah, because yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, <laughs> California wants fifty percent, <laughs> <laughs> and they want it after you leave now too. <laughs> right. Yeah, so so it makes it harder and harder. But so so when you look at all of those answers, right, the mm-hmm. challenge that we're kind of faced with is taxes are historically as low as they've ever been. But what continues to go on the rise? National debt. Yeah. Right. And so when we talk about from a small business perspective, I say, hey, you know, you got two ways to get profitable. Number one, you have to increase the amount of money you make. Mm-hmm. Number two is decrease the amount of money you spend. And what have we historically done? We've decreased the amount of money that we make in, by lowering taxes mm-hmm. and we increase the amount of money that mm-hmm. we spend. Indeed. Uh, Sounds like the federal government. Right? It, as, That's as exactly, exactly what we're talking we're about. At, right. Yeah. And so we do. We're, we're, we're kind of, you know, whittling our way towards this meeting point to where what is our option, mm, right? Right. And you ever watch uh, Looney Tunes growing up? And you got oh, sure. Of course. Yeah. Wile Coyote, right? There's a great little segment where, uh, you know, he's building this uh, bomb to go ahead and, you know, get he the He got all the materials out. from Acme.
0: Acme, right. right. I remember that. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and so uh, while he's building all these materials, the shed that he's in gets pushed on the middle of a railroad oh. track, right? <laughs> doesn't pay attention, doesn't pay attention to it, right? Until the last possible moment he looks out the window and sees a uh, the train there. Now, if you're on a railroad track and a train's coming, what are you doing? i'm getting out getting off the track yeah. right yeah. what does he do he, he pulls down the shade right pretty evident to you know what right. we've been doing and as a country so far yeah. and so you know unfortunately our answer is going to be given to us at some point in time yep it's just a matter of when right and that meeting point really comes face to face when we talk about our uh, largest generation that's out there what's our largest generation
2: Oh, I don't know. It was the baby boomers, but I think still it, is it, still it still is. It still is a baby boomers? Knows. Okay. Yeah. Right? I'm so, part of that generation. Yeah. Just uh, on we, the edge of it. We blame him. <laughs> Just on the edge <laughs> but of our, it.
1: Yep. Our highest national birth year was 1957, right? Followed by 58, 59, 60, 61, 62, 63, 64. Okay. Right? And so we look at that and we flash forward 65 years from 1957. What date do we get? 2022, tw- tw- 23. Uh. 23. Yep. Right? Yep. So we're we're at that point in time where the majority of our population is going to be retiring. Right. You start retiring, what do you do? You spend less. Yeah. So now we have less money flowing through the economy, but we have more individuals that need to pull money out of the economy. (laughs) And so our only way around this is to increase taxes. Every economist comes through and says we have to increase taxes. Some say we have to double down. Yeah. And so for our consumers that are out there, right, especially if we sit there and you get in your retirement years when money is so tight- can imagine now thinking you were going to pay thirty percent, and now you're paying sixty percent. So now yeah. you have to pull out more. So now yeah. you're brought into a higher level of tax. <coughs> yep. And so the population or the the problem just continues to compound and compound.
0: Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah it's 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 I re- and I remember hearing about the higher tax brackets at the higher levels before, and they, they were crazy. But how do we compare worldwide? What's 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 What happens in other countries? What are so, they? I think we're still low. We're, yeah, so we're th- very low, it, I think.
1: It's, it's definitely typically tough, right, because we talk about the idea of socialism versus capitalism I and mean, where yeah. we can kind of do everything. When we look at it compared to other countries, we typically talk about how old is the money, right? And okay. so when we look at that, Japan is very old, right? The yeah. crazy oh, sure. stat out there is that there are, uh, more adult diapers are bought every day than child diapers. Wow. Right? And so... As money gets old, now we have less money being tossed out there into the marketplace. That's a scary thought, isn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah. It's the thought of diaper.
1: Yeah. And so
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah the, scary so too. the
1: U.S. is old, right? But Europe is very, very old. Japan right. is very, very old. China is very, very old. And so we are certainly not old in natures like those countries are. right? Uh, but where we have seen a change is in our longevity, right? We do. So uh, Social Security was enacted in 1934. The idea was that you could start taking out when you were 65 years old. Right. You're still in place these days, right? What was the average life expectancy in that time?
0: Like 72 or something 62. like that. 62. 62. So you wouldn't even get to the point where Our you Our thought
1: thinking. was Social Security was to be around, hey, if you happen to live longer than we think, here's a little bit of help.
2: Yeah. Now. What was going on back then? I mean, 62 ain't that far. Oh, no. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, yeah life yeah. expectancy yeah, yeah. has yeah. grown a lot. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, because yeah. right now you take out i'm already infant. i'm already gone, <laughs> <You're> already gone. <laughs> he's, he's past that point yeah i'm already right. gone man so yeah. yeah, well if you take on infant mortality in the u.s right now it's 84 and a half wow. right and so the unfortunate part is the time and actually we've moved up the time when you take it you can take out a social security it's now 62, 62 and a half, right 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 and so we've moved up the time we have more individuals living longer so instead of it being like a net just in case you live longer right. it's a pension it's a retirement plan yeah yeah and it was never meant to be that yeah and so it is it's if you're in that generation, if you're coming up to that generation, it's asking that question of what can you do to move yourself out of the harm's way of a taxable bracket? Mm -hmm. Right. And so we look at that idea and you tell me when we got to kind of, you know, put a, put a pause on it. Um, But we look at that idea and it's, uh, for your entire life, the majority of Americans have probably been told to invest into a 401k. Mm-hmm. Right? It's probably the most common retirement plan out Deferred, there. Defer the taxes. Defer, right? Yeah. And it, it, most people don't understand defer, right? Defer is defer to the second half. No, no right? yeah. 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 Right, right.
2: I don't want to defer anything now. I want to, I want to pay now. Give me mean, now. That's yeah. the
0: truth. That's what he's leading to. I mean, the idea is, is you, your taxes are only going to go up. I mean, the assumption always was and the thing they sold you was when you get older you won't be making as much you'll be in a lower tax bracket you Correct. won't have to worry about it as right. much. That's the, the truth is the lower tax bracket when I'm older is I, going to be higher than the higher tax bracket is now. I, I just had yeah. this
2: conversation with <laughs> I just had the same conversation with my mom. I said look you're you're getting you're happy you're getting a $1400 refund every year. Yeah. I said that you you want to pay every year right now you want to pay taxes at the end of the year you should <clears> be taking more out of your retirement yeah. so that it's it's taxed at a lower rate cuz didn't yeah. even think about it moving forward, but yeah. No,
1: it is, because then you do. In- inflation kicks in, and you thought you were going to be able to live off of 30000 Now you get to live off of $70,000. Yeah. So they do say, economists say that uh, individuals that have their retirement tax run out of money five to seven years prior to those that don't have the uh, retirement tax. Wow.
0: That's 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 a scary thought as I'm as I'm just past the age when yeah, I should have passed away get, already. Get
2: <laughs> <laughs> so far you you died and ran out of money in this segment Harvey. Yeah, that's, so all, that's I, just I, not, it's <laughs> not good. It's just not good, Rick. I'm not The happy goal about is this. to do those at the exact same time. That's Correct. the thing. Just,
1: you can reach zero right at the same exact time right. is what mm-hmm. you're looking for. And so there is, right? You know, we talk about that there's there's ideas and opportunities out there for clients, right? Not to sit there and say, "Oh my gosh, it's just this is a big ball of fire. I'm right. screwed." No, there right. are an answers. There are
0: answers. If you get, if you want the answers, you need to talk to Liam. Text his name to me. I'll put you in touch with him. Guys, we're coming up on the bottom of the hour. We're going to run a couple corners to come back. We're going to talk with Rick, and then sometime today, I'm going to also do the monthly market update. So stay tuned. We'll be back in just a minute. That's actually really fascinating.
1: That you're was talking, good.
2: You're talking That's, about uh, paid up life insurance.
1: Uh, So there are technically two true tax-free buckets. It's a Roth IRA and it's permanent life insurance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so... Do you you
2: you recommend the paid, like the 20-year paid feature to where you're paying all the premiums in the first 20 years and then...
1: If you can afford it. But the challenge with that is that's mostly just paying for life insurance, right? When you talk about a universal life policy is typically the avenue where you can actually go ahead and withdraw against it. Um, And so that's actually how I make the majority of my money, right, is that I just am taking essentially distributions from my life insurance policy um, at at the right time, right? Because obviously it reaches a tipping point to where you're like, okay, you know, you... For it to be truly tax-free, it has to be no capital gains, no state, no federal taxes. Yeah. Um, the only challenge that you run into with a Roth IRA, which I always find is so funny, is you know the government puts a limit on how much you can put in there, yeah. which typically means that it's pretty good. Um, and so yeah. that's the same right. thing with a life insurance policy. I converted
0: half my IRA to Roth, Roth. last year, yeah, because I had a bad year. I'm like, okay, let's do yeah. it now.
1: But you do. But so you you take the ta- tax implications now, and you you kind of say, yep. hey, but I think it's going to be better in the yep. future. Yep.
0: Yep. Okay. Let's do segment three. Rick, we'll talk about UCCs. My stuff's boring. I want to keep talking to him. Do you?
1: I like, I, I tell you what, I, I probably watch more stuff on the mortgage and uh, real estate business than yeah. I do about my own.
0: Yeah. That's, and that's the thing. I mean, we need to learn about it. I mean, right. we're so interactive. Fine. You talk me into yeah. it. <laughs> All right. So we're going to need to, we need to figure figure this out. Well, do you want to sit UCCs or, or do you want to focus on liens? In, which which one? Just do, do liens in general. All right. Just, just, just do liens. Yeah. Just okay. Let's just do that. Question away. Just Got it. Here we go. Segment three. Welcome back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. If you ever have a question or an idea for the program, please call or text me at 702 203 1165. Again, that's 702 203 1165. With me now in studio, we have Liam White. We also have Rick Seneby here from Equity Title. Rick. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Good. Learning a lot today. Yeah, aren't we? Yeah. This is great. Um, uh, let's talk about liens. Uh, uh, you know, as as a as a escrow company, you guys are dealing with this stuff all the time. There's all kinds of liens out there. What kind of liens could we expect or or should be be wondering about as we're buying or selling a home?
2: Well, I'd probably say one of the most common ones that everybody has is a mortgage lien. Mm. I and mean, they don't they don't look at it as a lien. Right. But it is a lien. Yep. Right? It that's is, right. It is debt owed on the property, and that's basically what a lien is, is that You owe somebody money for something, Mm -hmm. and they have attached it
0: to your property using your house as collateral
2: for that. Whether you agreed to use it as collateral or whether you didn't agree, right? Um, So, technically,
0: you almost always
2: agreed. Yeah, you almost always do. They just they just found that you had a house. You didn't know, right? You you did. (laughs) You didn't know what you did. So, mortgage, you agreed to that. You signed on the dotted line, right? I guess let's go with a signature on that, right? Yes. So, um, so yeah, mortgage, you sign on it. That's a lien, but there's other liens out there, you know. Um, certain utility companies have the ability to lien your property yeah, uh, Republic services is one notorious they will lien you mm-hmm. they are they have a whole department that handles that yep uh, when we do real estate transactions and we close them and we facilitate that, we have to order from their department a, a demand statement showing that there's no liens and that there's no money owed mm-hmm. uh, same thing with sewer. So there's right. another one. And and that, that kind of varies because different municipalities have different right. requirements. But just think of it as those are the two that can lean you. Right. Um I, I may be missing some, but Yeah, what
1: do you about don't, from a medical stand? Do they? So do interesting.
2: The interesting, yes, they can, but there's a process they have to go through. They have to fully go get a judgment. Okay. So they have to turn it into a judgment. It's pretty rare, then, isn't it? Depends how much. Okay, um, there there's certain ones that we see, and, but there's limitations on uh, medical. I can imagine they're, they're changing. So the most recent I want to say, and don't quote me on this, um, was a three year. They had to renew it. Okay, um, and and if they didn't renew it, it goes away. It, it doesn't go away. We wouldn't require it to be paid. Ah, so we would we would then insure the property and and okay, not even worry about that. Gotcha. That lien. Um Okay, there's other liens as well. Um, talked about the utilities trash and sewer mainly right the irs the irs liens um you're pretty much irs lien they'll pay your taxes they will definitely lien your property if you have a business you didn't pay uh payroll taxes that's one where they don't mess around with that one i'll bet um they're they're coming after you right those are very difficult to to handle with the real estate transaction however they will do partial leases um and we can have have the that property. They have you own multiple properties. So they, they move the
0: lien to your new property, or they would they. Have? Uh, most of the time that we see,
2: a, a, the individual might own multiple ah, homes, and okay. they've they've leaned all of them. Okay. And the IRS might say, okay, you're going to sell this house, and you owe us a hundred thousand. You're only getting seventy five. You know what? Give us twenty five on this one and take fifty so that you can live. Right, right. We're still going to keep the lien on these other okay. properties. So right. there's there's partial releases on those. Um,
0: but if you're if you're a single homeowner and you have an IRS lien, you're you you got to pay that. You're you're not getting out of that deal.
2: I, my recommendation, if and any lien, not just IRS, right, is one. Clark County Recorder's office is great to see what's recorded against your property. Yeah, go in there, put in your your address, your parcel number. Look at what's recorded. Also, the releases are there, too. So you can see, like, your own chain of title. Right. Right. And there's two ways that you can have a lien. You can have a lien filed against your property. You can have a lien filed against your name. Right. So the Clark County Recorder site will take care of your property. And you
0: can. they'll alert you, too, won't
2: they? There's an alert system. They will alert you. I like their alert system. I mean, it's everything we would always like to know sooner, right? Right. Um, Their alert system is very accurate. It's it's within 24 hours of a recording. Um, I had a, a situation where we intentionally recorded a lien okay on a property uh-huh. and we did it to to test the system no we needed to get their attention ah. uh, let's just say it that way okay um and it worked the okay very next day we got a phone call okay and we're like perfect okay and, and sweet so that's one way of uh you know trying to do it now that was a unique situation that's a It sounds like a So It's an all-fair topic. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, the the recorder's office is great. Go on there, check, see what liens are on the property. Yeah. I mean, anybody can... That's the thing is, any lien can be filed, whether it's valid or not... Right. ...is the key. You could challenge it. You can challenge it. And there's statute of limitations on liens, but... Basically, like in short, it's a debt that you owe to somebody,
0: and but, they have attached it. But here they're all recorded at the county. They're all record, uh, will they be all, all recorded.
2: They, they are recorded at the county. However, you can have liens against your name. So, example, like if we run name searches, um, and you can imagine oh. if we run...
0: You if, know, you, if you did something in New York, it's against your name. You'll exactly. find it. You're going to find it. We're, we're going to
2: find it under okay. certain circumstances. That's why we'll ask for, last for the socials, date right. of births. Have
0: you ever lived in this state? And that's why they ask you when you when you, when you, you know, have com- If you for. have a common name, especially, Correct. they ask you to, you know, they need to. You know, if you're John Smith, you you got liens all over the place. John Smith. I think we're up to like 150 pages. Oh my of, goodness! Wow. And they're
2: one lines. They're yeah. not like they're. So we have to clear those. So that's the name lean, is what I call it, and you know we can run that as well and make sure. One of the rare occasions when show. it's an advantage to be named Harvey.
0: One of the yeah. yes, one right. of the rare occasions exactly. when That's an advantage exactly. Thing. So um, okay. that's
2: definitely uh, the the most common type. I mean, but they're they're out there. Anybody can go get a lien, and judgments are kind of the same thing. What about a
0: okay? Here's the cute topic:
2: is the sure. nuisance lien. Tell me about a nuisance. So lean.
0: there's parts. Um,
2: City of Henderson has it. Las Vegas does, and I'm sure the other municipalities have it as well. Clark County has it too, yeah. You know, this is where we see these a lot when there's no HOA, because HOAs, as much as people don't like them, they do serve a purpose as keeping the neighborhood in certain order. They protect your value. They do. You're not parking your old beat-up truck in in Mm -hmm. the front yard. Right. Right? So by doing that, you can, as a homeowner, if you're in an area with not an HOA and that you have an issue with your neighbor not keeping up with their property, that's a nuisance. Okay. So you can alert the city and the city will take it from there as whether they're going to do something about it or not. And if they do say, you know what, this is a health hazard. This is something they can very well put a lien on your property. Yeah. And they're not cheap.
0: I've seen this, yeah. The
2: first lien is like I want to say a couple hundred bucks, and then if you don't pay it, it
0: goes to like (laughs) twenty five thousand.
2: There's there's no in between on this. Wow, it jumps very
0: quick. That's crazy.
2: And they, they're it's it's. I've seen them for
0: like hoarders. I've seen it for. I've seen it for uh, pools. Like pools, pools are another one.
2: Well, pools that go into the health, the health issue, the health issue. Yeah, yeah. You you have a pool with water that's that's green yeah and there's a lot of mosquitoes that's bad there's, news that's bad news so bad news. That, that becomes a challenge there but uh okay yeah nuisance and abatement liens are, are definitely out there right um they normally like i said with an hoa they normally don't get that far gotcha they normally get the hoa does their job and takes care of it right the the areas that don't have hoas is where you see those
0: gotcha okay good um okay so uh the the they're recorded by it can be recorded by any anybody can record a lien though right i mean anybody can record anything let's be clear
2: monday through friday monday through thursday at the recorder's office you can go down there they monitor what you're recording right
0: but they depending on what it is you can get something recorded right so but, but a common one also is a mechanics lien when when people do work in your home and don't get paid that's a pretty common when Well
2: too. yeah and, and the misconception on a mechanics lien is that it's only when you don't get paid most contractors Will file a mechanics lien the minute they preemptively start, they yeah. the minute they start oh, wow. doing the work and they'll yeah. do it for materials right right you say you're building a retaining wall and they got to go spend ten thousand dollars worth of block yeah, I'm getting it. the minute they buy that block they're filing a ten thousand dollar lien on the property yep. as a mechanics lien yep and again with mechanics liens they have statute of limitations right they they have to be um, filed at certain times right even on new construction there's timelines after the home is built oh. that a mechanics lien can be filed on that so. Mm-hmm. There's, there's definitely uh, one to watch out for. So, if you have any work done at your house, just a, it's very common practice. Ask the contractor, are you going to be filing? And then the reason is maybe you're going to refinance, maybe you're going to do something. Right. Um, you know, that, that's going to affect
0: you're going to have to look at the property. So, you gotcha. want to know if that's going to be there or not. Great stuff, Rick. I mean, it's important stuff. Uh, people should understand when you're trying to sell your home. There's If there's liens, do the investigation, sign up for that alert. Uh, from the county, it's it's really a terrific system for your for your home and for your individual name. They'll send you an alert. You'll you'll know when something's been filed against you 100%. or your property. Guys, we're coming up on another break. We'll run a few commercials. We'll come back, and I'm going to do the monthly market update. So stay tuned. We'll be back in just a minute.
1: You got to tell them they can just file under their accounts receivables. Yeah. Any, any money out? Boom, claim.
2: Yep. Okay. So I didn't I didn't understand. I was in the industry for like three four years, and I did a retaining wall, and I was like went to do a refi and.
1: So I don't come back. And say, eh, this contract. eh, this not I'm like, What are you talking about? I'm like now, who who actually goes and clears it up? Is it not they cleared? Do. Oh, they do. Okay.
2: They do. <clears throat> you sign. Typically, what happens is you'll sign. Like all the works yes. been completed, and they file a notice okay. of completion. Okay. So, all right, we're gonna do monthly market update. Segment four. We're already on four. I never. Right? I can stay here all day. All I know. is I gotta call call insurance guys. Money. <laughs> I gotta move money around now. Like there's a lot I got going on. We gotta speed this up, Harvey. <laughs> I know.
1: Holy that me. is a challenge. I, I like. It's one of those. I always sit there. Like I get. I start five minutes into the research, and I'm like, I, th- I could talk about this for two hours. Well, yeah. That's the thing.
0: That's why we have to keep the topics. If we keep them tight and together, yeah. then then you can bring topics time after time after time. And and redundancy is not a bad thing either. Yep. So the certain no. messages need to be said over and over again. I'm they not, have to be.
2: I am the redundant speaker on here. Yeah. Me too. It's only so much. much I can talk about. Me yeah. too. All right. All right. We're gonna do uh, a monthly next, market update. Next time is history of real estate. <coughs>
1: The first house in Nevada was bought.
0: <laughs> okay, segment four. Here we go. Welcome back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. If you ever have a question or an idea for the program, please call or text me at 702-203-1165. Again, that's 702 702- 203-1165 with me now in studio with liam white we also have rick sentiment here guys i'm going to do the monthly market updates for those of you out there driving right now pull over to the side of the road because you want to see or imagine these charts i'm going to be describing to you uh, we do charts on the radio i think we're the only show in the entire united states of those charts on the radio i don't I, I can't imagine anyone else even wanting to do that but anyway uh, we're talking about august 2023 the data is actually july And I only talk about single-family homes because that's predominantly what I work in, and we do that for comparison's sake. So in August 2023, currently available single-family homes, we have 3,937. That's up only slightly from last month. Uh, Under contract, pending, or contingent, we have 2,435. That's just slightly down from last month. Sold in the last 30 days, 2118. That's almost identical with last month. And months' worth of inventory, our absorption rate, we have 1.85 months' worth of inventory right now, which is about the same as last month. Our average days on market is 34, which is just down two from last month. Last year at this time, interestingly enough, we had 7,786 homes available, almost double. Uh, We had uh, about the same amount of pending, about the same amount of closed, but that uh, that we were just shy of four months worth of inventory at that time. That's when the market really turned cold. All of a sudden, like in May of last year, and it rolled into the fall. This That's is, what happened last yeah, year.
2: This is, this is the time right now that we're going to start seeing even comparisons.
0: That's what year. you're exactly right. I mean, we look at the numbers yeah. of sold; they're almost identical. Last year, two thousand sixty-one sold this month. This this year, we actually had more twenty-one eighteen. So yeah. it's it's you're starting to see that things start to get caught up. Um, now my, my charts. I have first. I have my stack chart, which shows the amount of volume, the amount of activity we've had every month over over the last twenty years. Uh, and we're this this year we're running uh, well behind every year except for one or two back in two thousand six or seven. But we're well behind. We're we're like two months behind our activity year to date right now through July. Um, Can I comment on that real quick? Please go ahead. We, we we used to hear our you know with these
2: rates going up that the market's going to crash and home prices are going to fall. Yeah. And all this. I, I want everyone to keep to realize what Harvey just said was we are doing the least amount of transactions yeah. that we have done in the last twenty
0: years with the exception yeah, of just, a couple years, just like three years, three years in the mid two thousands. That's it. So when it. people
2: say it's going to go back to two thousand ten, eleven, twelve, nope. please, please actually bring that transaction volume back. Yeah, we would love that. Yeah, we don't want lower prices. We no. just want that transaction volume.
0: Yeah, and then we talk about prices. The median price is at four fifty, which is slightly up from last month, and it's just been st- it's been steadily floating around this number for the longest time. It peaked back in uh, May or June of twenty two at four eighty. But it's been really right in this mid-fours the whole time since then. Uh, And we've been creeping up. It's actually gone up the last uh, couple of of months. We're we're up to 450 now. Um, And then their appreciation rate's down to 2.8 percent, negative 2. We're actually depreciated 2.8 percent year over year right now. But we're catching up. We're getting getting to the point where it's going to be about a break-even is what I'm seeing. Before the end of the year, we'll be about where we were. Uh, is, is what I'm seeing based on that. And the supply and demand, this is the thing that dictates pricing the most, is supply and demand. You hear this is a basic economic concept. You know, supply and demand is what dictates the pricing. And right now our demand is not that great there's not a lot of buyers out there cuz interest rates are high but there's also not a lot of supply as we just said as Rick just right. pointed out so basically it's uh, it's almost a break it's almost even it's almost a balanced market in the sense of sellers and buyers having to negotiate deals because there's not a lot of inventory yet there's not a lot of buyers right now so that's that's what we're seeing out there right now now I did my chart, the one that I do with the line graphs, and basically what it says is that we've really flattened out. It's it's really remarkable to see when you look at um, the amount of available homes, the amount of homes sold, and the median price, and when you see them just level out like that, you know we have a stable market. It's stable. It's not it's not vibrant, but it's right. stable. I would say is is the, is the way I would phrase it right now, um, and 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 it's leveled off. Now, we, you know we keep hearing rumors about interest rates, and interest rates will affect this market dramatically, because we've been dealing with these 6 7% interest rates for a long time now, for over a year now. Uh, We're dealing with these higher interest rates. If they start to come down even a little bit, I think you're going to see activity increase dramatically, which might actually push prices as well. I mean, that's what happens again. If you if you increase demand and, these, right. and supply doesn't go up as, as much, you're going to see prices go up. That's what's going to happen. Well, I think the other factor in interest rates that everyone talks about is all rates are
2: they're so high they're so high well they're really not yeah i historically mean historically historically well. we're as as they've ever we are. right we're we're <laughs> right. right at like i want to say the national the average since they've been tracking interest rates is like eight percent
0: yeah we're right like there that. yeah
2: so it, this is a, a very healthy rate for
0: yeah our housing market the, it's
2: a normal rate right. honestly I mean, it's just have, it's
0: just substantially higher than what we've been used to the last yeah. 10 years
1: that's all yeah,
2: we have a quote Supply and demand issue right now, and whether what side what side you want to believe you're yeah, on, which
1: one's going to go first, type right?
2: One. If if we get a lot more supply, we're going to see house more transactions.
1: Yeah,
0: I think a lot of people have adjusted to. The rate is where they it have is right now. They've become accustomed to it now. Yeah, it's been we've been out of it a year. Well,
1: and that's that, that's where the so so one quick question is uh, when you look at the majority of homes that have been bought over the last year, mm-hmm. are, are we seeing and this might be easier to see from a lending perspective, are these first time home buyers? Or are these individuals back in the market?
0: It's a great question. You yeah.
2: know, we're 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 seeing our and then the, the first time home buyers still there. They're not there. I mean, it's down considerably. Okay. Yeah. However. Going back to seeing... I mean, we look at a large volume of transactions and we see the loan documents. Yeah. I can tell you that there's people who are buying homes that payments are double what they were a year ago. Right. And they're not batting an eye at it, right? Yeah. So, you know, we, we're we in that weird... I, I want to call it the housing limbo right now, in my yeah. opinion, because we... Normally when the economy does bad, we do okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well the economy's doing good, right? They keep raising rates, they cannot stop it. Right. Right. So that should be good for housing because everybody wants to buy houses when the economy's good. Right. But then again, you have the interest rate factor that they think is out there. I I, you know, I think all these things cancel out, and the bottom line is there's nothing to buy. Yeah. That's the challenge. You know, you know, I live in a two thousand square foot home in Green Valley. Where am I going? Right, I'm yeah, going go to go up.
1: You're certainly not going up. Is is the challenge?
2: Right, right, yeah. And or and on the other side of it, why would I? Yeah. My my payments really really low. I'm going to quadruple it to get the house I want. So why would I? So that's the I think the the dominance there. Nothing catastrophic has happened to change our market. It's now just in this flat and that graph that you showed the single line the
1: line graph shows that flat shows I mean, that it's, flat. it's it, never not moving. moving that way
0: i mean we're i mean that's as flat as i've ever seen it right it really is are, are, you,
1: are you seeing people uh you know could we talk about right we have our luxury market we have you know our average you know mm-hmm. home market and then you go like one more tier down are we seeing an influx of individuals jumping into the sales side of that? Because I know a lot more of those markets have you know zero percent down, yeah. and they can kind of just roll we over. Have, we
2: have, in my opinion, again, we have no market for that right now. It's okay. hard. Entry level no housing worry.
1: is tough to
0: find, yeah. and it's certainly in single family homes. It's very tough. You can maybe get into a townhome or a condo as a first purchase, and that's not a bad idea. Right. I'm just gonna tell you that first one's the hardest one. Once you get past the first one, the rest will come easy because you're not writing checks after that. Right. You know?
2: And that's where the supply and demand come in again. If I'm a if I'm a no money down buyer that needs assistance on something as a seller i may not want to deal with yeah. that
0: person right right because so i have another one in that what's price a difference point though cash is cash that's see i always say that too yeah. but 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 financing is is contingent so with the if something yeah, happens all through if yeah. something happens you might not get you might not get that cash yeah um, on, the, on the luxury
2: market side you're seeing i mean 15 million dollars yeah, sale, 12 still, million dollars oh, sale yeah. I, I can tell you right now i have three escrows in that are all above $7 million. Mm-hmm.
0: Guys, we're recording this show on Wednesday. It's airing on Saturday. And, and as of Saturday, this will probably be resolved. But we've got to give a shout out to the Henderson Little League. They're one win away from going to the World Series, which is amazing. They're going to play uh, tomorrow. They're going to play the team that wins between Montana and Utah. Um, and once that happens, we'll know whether or not our our team here from Henderson is going to the World Series, which would be just phenomenal. That would be awesome. Wouldn't that be great? that yeah, would. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Love to see that. You know, Vegas is becoming a little baseball haven here. You know, we've got lots of ma- major leaguers coming from Vegas mm, now. Right. Bryce Bryce Harper. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's They're pretty bigans? exciting. There's a, yeah, there's a bunch. There's a bunch. Baseball was my game growing up. I mean, growing up, everybody played baseball. I mean, well. now it's not – you know, it doesn't have the same I – mean, soccers or football or – whatever you want to call it. You know, yeah. Soccer. Soccer. Is that soccer. what it is? Football okay. is different here. In America. Yeah, in America, yeah, it's yeah. different. Okay.
2: If you're in another country, you have to say football Americana. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
0: What a fun real estate hour we've had today. Got to thank Mark, our production director. Of course, I got to thank Carly again for doing a great job. Uh, and to thank our outstanding expert contributors, that being Liam White and Rick Senemy. You've been listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. I'm your host, Harvey Blankville. Next week, we're we'll going to have another fantastic hour for you. Our guests are going to be Matt Mullen and Cynthia Ward, uh, two realtors. We're going to talk hardcore real estate it's going to be real estate you know level two uh, next week for you guys um if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover just call me off there or text me at 702-203-1165 again that's 702-203-1165 please subscribe to our youtube channel that's lv real estate radio like and follow us on the other social media uh, platforms at lv real estate radio and uh, you know i want to thank you guys to our listeners for joining us this week remember While we seek to educate, empower, and engage with you, we want you to learn, understand, and then act. We'll meet you on the radio next Saturday at 11 a.m. right here on 101.5 KDON.